super dope. Hey, what's up? Enjoy that week off? I know I sure did. Labor Day. Typically, historically, download numbers are down that week. So I figured, eh, just, uh, you know, take the week off. Go see Shang-Chi. That's a harder sentence to say than it sounds. Uh, Shang-Chi was dope. If you haven't gone to see it, go see it. Uh, lots and lots of Dragon Ball references throughout. So watch carefully and don't get stuck. Uh, in case you did miss me last week, uh, Plus Ultra is still a thing. If you're listening or watching My Hero Academia, super dope Plus Ultra. Now available wherever you get your podcasts. Go check that out. I also did a couple of guest spots last week. I did a spot on Rayshon's podcast, R Gap, talking about the first 13 episodes of the original Dragon Ball. First time he was watching that in Japanese. Go check that out. It's like, it's going to be a three-part episode because we talked for like two and a half hours. So part one of that is out now. Part two, soon to follow. I also did a guest spot on a podcast called Caffeine and Senzu Beans. That was a really good time uh, talking with One Kick Man and Chuin about some of their hot takes in regards to Dragon Ball. So uh, I got to go in and kind of be the uh, the judge on some of their hot takes and, you know, agree, disagree, laugh at them in some cases. Uh, so links to those two guest spots are in the show notes. This next uh, thing you're going to hear is us talking about Dragon Ball Z movie one, The Dead Zone, or Give Me Back My Gohan, which I think it is called in Japanese. We recorded this one a while back, like literally the second week of July, and we are now into the second week of September. So little, a uh, little dated. We are, however, still doing watch alongs on Saturday nights for now. The night might change. If you're one of those people doing watch alongs and you got a better idea for a night to do watch alongs with me, uh, open to suggestions because Saturday nights can be really uh, hit or miss. Uh, sometimes there's like five or six of us. Sometimes it's like me doing office hours and like people stop by and say what's up and chit chat for a few minutes before they get back to their Saturday. So I don't know. We'll figure out a better day. But uh, this coming Saturday, we are going to be doing another watch along. I believe we're going to be doing the next Dragon Ball movie, The World's Strongest uh, with Dr. Wheelow. Even though Anchor Mulia and I already uh, recorded that podcast, I kind of need to rewatch it because it's been a minute since uh, we recorded that one and I need to edit that one for us in the next few weeks. You can occasionally get these episodes a little early. Uh, if you are a member of the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. This podcast you're about to hear has been up there for like two or three weeks already. So uh, World Strongest will probably be posted very soon. And uh, yeah, we got new manga chapter coming up. We'll probably have some spoilers in the next seven days. So. We'll see what next week's episode will be. It could be the world's strongest. It could be me talking about spoilers and other shit. I don't really know. I'll like keep my options open, okay? Leave me the fuck alone. Gosh. All right, anyway, I'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy this one. Uh, join the Discord if you haven't already, and uh, we'll hang out on Saturday and watch us a Dragon Ball movie, drink some beers or whatever. Uh, super dope. Welcome into Dragon Ball Super Dope. Style. Thank you for checking this out. Continuing this movie series for I forget when this will air, but probably soon. It's probably yeah. it's probably August. Checks but, uh, out. First Dragon Ball Z movie, uh movie number four in this series, and I'm joined by uh Jimmy. Yo. What's up, bud? Not much. Not really sure how you got the draw on this movie. Um I think when I was assigning the movies out to people, I didn't really assign them. 
I was like, hey, pick a number between 1 and 20. And people would pick their numbers. And as they uh, got the numbers back to me, I would take that off the list. And then, you know, I, I think maybe it took you a little bit longer to get back to me than some of the other people. Don't think I picked a number ever. No? No, I think that's a made-up story. No, I definitely had people draw numbers. <laughs> I swear to God. I know I had Leonard draw numbers. Your brother drew a number. And then you just assigned me a number? I think maybe you just got the leftovers. <laughs> Nice. But you got a pretty good leftover. How many numbers are there? 20. 20. Yep. Checks out. You got number four for the Dead Zone. Hell yeah. So we're talking about the Garlic Jr. movie today, The Dead Zone. I didn't realize that originally. Uh, just like the first Dragon Ball movie uh, was not called The Curse of the Blood Rubies when it first aired or first um, released in theaters. The, just like that movie was originally just Dragon Ball the movie before it was renamed The Curse of the Blood Rubies, this Dragon Ball Z movie of the Dead Zone was just originally Dragon Ball Z the movie. So they're, oh, this is Dragon Ball Z the movie, and the other one was just Dragon Ball the movie. Yeah. Uh, this was released on January, January, fuck me. July. July 15th. That's today. No, I mean, we can say it's today. Yeah. Yeah. This is the internet. Nothing matters. July 15th, 1989. <laughs> this is a very interesting movie to me in that, like we said, we just finished Mystical Adventure, the last Dragon Ball movie. Did that one with feds. You probably heard it last week or whatever. This movie is like the perfect step in between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. So much to the point that like the character dynamics aren't fully developed. They're still working off of like a lot of things that we knew in the last arc of Dragon Ball. One of my favorite things about it for sure is, you know, Piccolo is still like vengeful guy. I'm going to whoop your ass again. Get my revenge someday, son Goku. But like Krillin shows up. He's still deathly afraid of Piccolo, like is afraid to even walk by him, even right. though it's like a temporary truce Makes kind of sense, deal. Though. <laughs> but like Krillin also doesn't know who Gohan is. Like, this is his first time meeting him, and he doesn't know his name, and he just refers to him as Goku's child a couple of times. Like, that yeah. shit's very funny and interesting to me. <laughs> uh, movie opens. With How old is Gohan, though? Four. One, so two, three, four. four years old. Four fucking years. And Goku's best friend couldn't fucking take the time to visit him and his wife and his new kid, like, once? Well, that's fucked up. I, yeah, maybe that's Krillin being a shitty friend. You're right. Yeah. Because there are five years between the end of Dragon Ball and the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. Beginning of Dragon Ball Z, Goku brings Gohan to the Kame house to meet everybody for the first time. He's fucking... Well, well, he must have met him before, right? Because of this. Well, apparently, but... But they don't remember because it was just a child. Goku's child. Because it's not canon. That's yeah. why Krillin doesn't remember. It Krillin is a good point. sucks. <laughs> He's uh, very much the comedic relief in this film. And that's not to say he doesn't typically fall into that role. He definitely does. But in the last two movies, he's like Goku's like second, you know, like he's, yeah. he's there to fight and be down with the cause. I guess he, I don't know. He's the babysitter in this one. Yeah. He's, he's delegated. Not a good one. Yeah. Delegated to babysitting a baby, <laughs> a drunk, stupid little baby. <laughs> Movie opens up. Piccolo's out there in the middle of the desert by himself, just training, yelling. Blowing up rocks. It's a really good yell. Yeah. And psh, big explosion. He's uh. He's brooding. And he's like, man, 
I'm going to fuck Goku up when I see him. One of these days, Son Goku, I'm going to jump you in the desert and kick your ass. <laughs> Just as Piccolo thinks that to himself, he gets jumped in the desert and gets his ass whooped <laughs> by three dudes. Yeah, fucking cheap shot, dude. It is pretty uh, cheap. I mean, they had to gang up. Piccolo gets his revenge later when he gets one of them alone. Fucking prison beatdown. Yeah, right. Ugly. <laughs> but in the meantime, these guys jump Piccolo in the desert and they think that they kill him. Can't just kill Piccolo like that, though. Yeah, right. So I'm glad that you caught it. It's a big plot hole. It's a very big plot hole. We watched this last night in the Discord. Me and uh, Tyson and Lil Baby Jiren. Dan, welcome back to the Discord, baby. We watched this movie last night and uh, none of us caught it. I, I didn't even think about it, honestly, because I was, I was drinking. So when this movie opens up, they have the intention to kill Piccolo. This is Garlic Jr.'s henchmen, uh, who we later learn are named Ginger, Nikki, and Sham Sancho. 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 Like almost like Sancho Panza, but not <laughs> quite. They jump Piccolo in the desert, whoop his ass. They think that they kill him, and their intention is to kill Piccolo so that way Kami will die. Okay. Right. I don't know how much sense that makes. For the following reason. Garlic Jr. is currently collecting the Dragon Balls. It's a pretty well-known fact to us, the audience, and presumably to Garlic, too, given his history with Kami. Right, and if he knows that them two are friggin' connected, do you think he doesn't know about the Dragon Ball thing? What the hell are you thinking? Like, why was the intention to kill Kami when your other intention was to... Like, you get the Dragon Balls first, make your wish, and then go kill Kami? That makes sense. Right. But they kill Kami first, they think, by way of killing... Not the other thing, too. It's like, you plan, you want to kill Kami, so you try to go kill Piccolo, right. not the weak, like, frail old man. What are you doing? Like, yeah, just fucking push him down those million stairs it takes to get into his fucking house. Uh, he is an old man, so if he were to fall down the <laughs> stairs, I don't think anybody would suspect right. anything. Exactly. Good call, dude. You uh, sound like you've uh, hung out with some criminals in your life. <laughs> it's all right, though. Want to learn more about uh, your other experiences in life in a, in a little bit by the way of inebriation. Anyway, yeah. Piccolo gets jumped, gets his ass whipped. Um, he's presumed, They think that he's dead. Spoiler alert. He's not dead because right. they use the Dragon Balls very soon. And he can't be dead if you're going to do that, dummy. That's like the first rule of the Dragon this movie was built on a bullshit lie. Right. And I just want to get it right out there. I realize that I've said some nice things about this movie so far, but that's one thing that I could not tolerate ever in my life. And I now am not sure how to finish this sentence. Because they fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. So, like we said, they're looking for the Dragon Ball, which means uh, at this point in time, Gohan's wearing one on his head. And uh, that leads them to Mount Pauzu. Goku's not home. Gohan's home. Reading a book. Fucking nerd. Right. Learning about cicadas. <laughs> I believe that this year we have quite a cicada problem. But I don't know shit about that. It's only once every 17 years. So. Yeah, but like there was something more about it this year. Like it was, you know, the cycle of 17 years or whatever. But like 
they came out super horny and they really loud and they just fucked themselves to death. What? I swear to God, dude, the cicadas this year are super horny and fucking so much. That's why they're super loud. I know that sounds strange. I know it sounds like I'm making it up, but I swear to God, it's real. <laughs> um, He's reading. He's a nerd. Yu Mao, the ox king, he shows up to see his grandson with some gifts. Yeah, books. Worst gift ever. But like, <laughs> he tried to get him some cooler stuff. But he's like, your mom said you would like these books. <laughs> or that I should get you these books. He knows. Yeah. Don't piss off the daughter, man. Right. As he is delivering these gifts and walking up from his cool little floating space car thing, he gets dropped. Right in the back of the head. And he's a big, huge man, so there's like this long wait to see what happened. Like he's, yeah, he's the dead on his you are, the longer it takes you to fall down. <laughs> Apparently he's dead on his feet for like five full seconds. And everyone's just like, yo, are you okay? Why won't you talk to us? Are you all right? Can you hear us? Hey, you Mao. Hey. Hey. You Mao, are you all right? And then finally he fucking falls over. And then we get the reveal. All three henchmen that whooped Piccolo's ass in the last scene, they're back. They want the Dragon Ball on top of Gohan's head. And all the apples in the fridge. All the apples in the fridge. I believe that one's name is Nikki. Yeah, dude, that guy eats three apples in one bite. All off his fingers. That's wild. Do you think like when he puts his fingers into the apple, he like cores them out so that way he then can't no, eat no, them whole, no. you this know? motherfucker's eating seeds and everything. Yeah. He strikes me as the type to not give um, a fuck. That could be the case. Here's my thing with this. He has a weird head. In a very strange haircut. <laughs> I try not to hate on too many haircuts. Maris. Maris Woods. But he has a pretty bad haircut. Right. I think it's worth pointing out here, though. They come with the intention of taking Gohan's Dragon Ball. And that's good and fine. Chi-Chi's ready to throw fucking hands, dude. Yeah. Like, that makes my... Anytime Chi-Chi squares up to fight somebody, it makes me genuinely happy. I realize this isn't the best of circumstances for her. Yeah, and what Chi-Chi, a fight. Yeah, she too is about <laughs> to whoop her ass or get her ass whooped. But, yeah, she gets dropped pretty easily. I just like the fact that she's... Just a flick of her wrist. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the last time we saw her, she was a tournament... Uh, She was in the tournament of the Tenkaichi Budokai. Right. She ain't no pushover, but... She's not really equipped to be fighting three demons at a time and shit, you know? She doesn't even get that far, dude. She just charges that one. And he's like, goodbye. If you want the Dragon Ball, that's cool. Why did you take the four-year-old crying child that came attached to it? Right. Why not just take the Dragon Ball and run? I think they like little kids. Were they going to eat them? Yeah. <clears throat> Makes for the, sense. For the adrenochrome. <clears throat> is that what that is? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I think Garlic Jr. would be part of uh, the deep state. Yeah. Trying to overthrow like the hierarchy of the earth. Yeah, the goddamn dog president. Yeah, I mean, I think he skipped right over the dog president and just went straight to Kami. There you go, yeah. He's been plotting this shit out for 300 years. That's like, but he thought he already killed Kami. That's true. 
now he wants to be eating kids. I think so. <laughs> There's literally no reason to take Gohan. But they take him. Garlic Jr. is like, uh, the fuck am I going to do with this kid? <laughs> Shut him up. Why Why with this kid? Uh, stop talking shit to me. Gohan is a very interesting demeanor to me in this film. Yeah. It's either he's crying, which is standard for this point in Gohan's life for sure. Or he's kind of being fresh. Or he's drunk. Or he's very drunk. But he's fresh at first when he meets Garlic. He's like, my dad's going to come here. He's going to whoop your ass. Yeah. He's the strongest man in the world. Son Goku. Which, how many times has he seen his dad fight? I think he just heard stories. I don't think he's seen anything. Probably saw him like fight a fish. A big fish. Yeah. Actually, that's probably the only point of reference. Maybe like a, a saber-toothed tiger or something here and there. A dinosaur, perhaps. I'm sure I'm sure Gohan has been around like incognizant enough to see his dad do some shit, but like he's never seen him throw hands with like demons and aliens yet. And just probably blowing up rocks. But he goes in real confident, like he has seen his dad fight aliens and demons and shit. And he's talking shit to the aliens and demons and shit. He's we like, missed the naked Goku though. Oh yeah, Goku fucking Full runs to naked yeah. Goku comes charging in. He has a big and fish. He's like What's up? And then, bang, all of a sudden he has his clothes on. It's like mad disappointing. Yeah, you were really hoping for a nude fight. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, come on. <laughs> Why not? For real. It's like. He like. I found it weird. He like picks his wife up and he's like, What happened? She's like, Oh, they took Gohan. If you think about it, where's Gohan? And then it just cuts away. Like, did he just drop his wife and was like, I'm out of here? You know what he wants? Fuck out of here. And then you never see Chi Chi again. In my brain just now, I'm like, dude ran naked all the way home with that fish over his shoulder. Right. Like, you just see him, like, he senses that something happened to Chi Chi and. He hops out of the water. What, did he see his father-in-law real quick? And he was like, oh, fuck, I gotta put my clothes on. This is what happened. This is probably what happened. He jumped out of the water, buck-ass naked with the fish, ran like a half mile down the road back to his house, realized he was buck-ass naked, and then he had to run back to grab his clothes that he left like on a branch somewhere, you know? Goku's so forgetful. Right. A young country bumpkin. The tender age of 22, I believe, at this point in time. 22. 23 23 yeah must be nice i feel like i'm still talking about little kid goku stories even though he's like a a man with a wife and a child and a fish a big ass fish but gohan is um well aware of his dad's fish fighting capabilities and talks all the shit to garlic jr what i like about this is that garlic jr is like son goku i know that dude the guy who beat Piccolo Daimao at the Tenkaichi Budokai tournament. That's cool. Yeah. What is this dude just like watching tournaments on his iPad? Like, My, where's he been? You know? Like, yeah, exactly. Where like, did he come from space? Was he living in the grass? Like, I don't get it. It's an interesting, like we said, interesting half movie. It's like half Dragon Ball, half Dragon Ball Z. Cause like they do lean on the Namekian thing with Kami of the earth and how the dragon balls work and Kami and Piccolo being two sides of the, you know, same um, being all early stuff that's established in dragon ball, but we don't know what a Namekian is. We don't know. There's a whole planet of these people that came from. And when you look at garlic jr, he's not really a Namekian. No, he's just like some demon dude. Whose dad 300 years ago was competing with Kami for the position of Kami. Right. And then Kami got picked over him, and his dad was like, 
Shake out a boy. But is he in Namekian then? I don't think he is. Doesn't. See, we're going to have to do something Kami else. have to be in Namekian. Maybe or, after like, the movie, man. just coincidence? We should, we should watch the Garlic Jr. saga, which I think is like less than nine episodes. But I honestly think this movie is made better by the fact that Garlic Jr. does come back in that anime filler arc, even though a lot of people could do without it, which I get. I enjoy that shit. I like all the stupid shit. But... I think that movie is made retroactively better by his character inclusion in that little filler arc. But I'm trying to think, I mean, at that point, we know what a Namekian is. I, I wonder if they talk about him being a Namekian at all. Or, or he doesn't seem there. like he is, though. He seems like, like, what's that fucking stupid little wizard, Bobbity or some shit? He looks almost like that, you know? I mean... Like whatever species that friggin' little... No, those species don't look that familiar. No. But they do have a very similar cape game. Yeah. I'll give you that. Similar... They probably go to the same guy. <laughs> similar cape aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> they have a cape guy. You have a cape guy? Of course I have a cape guy. Um, Goku goes to the Kame house to hopefully meet up with Bulma to get the Dragon Ball radar. I guess she's just there, thankfully. Right. Also, Krillin's there, Roshi, but Goku's going alone. He's upset, he's pissed off, wants his vengeance and his child. So he takes off. And everyone's like, be careful, He be they beat up your wife. <laughs> Goku, these he's guys like, dropped... yeah, whatever. You guys dropped, these guys dropped Gyu Mao and Chi Chi, be careful. And Goku's like, all right. Like, and you know, in his brain, he was like, they beat up my wife and my fucking father-in-law. You know, I'm the strongest man in the world, right? (laughs) Jesus, who hasn't beat up my wife? I mean, that's true. They have fought, huh? (laughs) Good point. Good point. So he takes off on the flying Nimbus. He's off to the rescue. Um, Garlic Jr. senses uh, the power within Gohan when Gohan's talking shit and getting angry and and he's, you don't know, senses something remarkable about him. So instead of the, uh, basically they're like, we'll, we'll the return. Feast the, of the child. You, you better behave, kid, or else we're not going to return you. It's like, you had intentions to return this kid. They were going to return him? That's what they said. Yeah, man. You better stop crying. You got the else. receipt? <laughs> yeah. I think they just like wrote down where he lived, you know? And they were like, <laughs> we better keep this. Fucking remember to drop his dickhead back off at home. This kid cries a lot. But Garlic Jr. makes the um, the offer to to be his uh, attendant and become strong like these fucking three chuckleheads who've been handing out ass whoopings the whole movie somehow. Yeah, and weirdly, Gohan's like into it. Like all of a sudden, he's like, "Wait, I'm gonna be an attendant." Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna make you strong," and he's like, "Oh, all right, never mind. Fuck my mom." Yeah, that is actually a really great point, man. All of a sudden, his whole tone shifts. He's like, "Oh, attendant? What do you mean?" And then. You know, they cut off to the one with the bad haircut, Nikki, being his babysitter for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Or at least this first half, till Krillin takes over babysitting duties in the third act. He does seem oddly open to the idea of potentially being Garlic Jr.'s attendant. Hmm. Imagine that fucking timeline. Like, Goku doesn't show up. He gets lost on the way or whatever. Or like him and Piccolo bump into each other on the way there. They still hate each other a lot. Piccolo's like, I'll fucking kill you right now. I was going to do this later, but... <laughs> Fuck it, you're here. <laughs> trying to be more efficient with my time. <laughs> and then, you know, I guess Garlic Jr. becomes immortal and uh, 
Gohan is his his liege. Right. Liege? What the fuck's a liege? I don't know. I think that's my, like a, it's supposed to be my liege. My liege? <laughs> so that's like what I'd say to a king or some shit? Yeah. So maybe that's what Gohan would say to Garlic Jr. Yeah. He's like, I'm your attendant, my liege. But then he'd just become stronger than Garlic in like three years. Yeah, by the time he he's seven. his stupid ass. Yeah, Garlic overtakes the earth by that point. And Gohan, like, he's like, let's expand, let's expand our enterprise here and go conquer a couple other planets. We're going to go to Namek. And then Gohan goes to Namek, but he's bad Gohan. And he kills all the Namekians. Like, so quick. Because he's bad. Ooh. Do that what if, Masako X. Yeah, right. Fuck. So. Demon apples. Gohan's got this new uh, buddy. I I believe it's a guy. But his name is Nikki. With two K's. And an I. And an I. It's the I that kind of fucks it up, right? That's a girl one. Mm. So if he was a dude, Nikki, it'd be N I C K Y. Yeah. Like, like our friend Nikki P. Yeah. Word. Anyway, this Nikki kind of sucks. That's the one that ate the apples before, you know? And uh, Gohan's not a very uh, well behaved child. Again, interesting dynamic for Gohan in this movie. He's either crying bitch, he's either talking shit, being fresh. Now he's just like running around doing whatever he wants. Right. He's finally out from fucking Chi-Chi's wing. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be this guy's attendant. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, what? You want me to behave? Watch this. I'm out of here. Obviously. He's running around. Can't catch him. He's acting all wild. Eating apples. He's like, obviously, I'm valuable to this man. Enough that he gave me my own babysitter, but he like still removed me from his presence because I'm still an annoying four-year-old kid. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I'm just going to act up. I don't give a shit. It makes a lot of sense. But Gohan's hungry. And uh, he saw that homeboy ate some apples before. So he, too, wants some apples. Terrible babysitter. He knows full well what's about to happen. Right. He's like, oh, no, kids can't have those. What are you doing? But like stays firmly planted where he is. Hey, don't do that. That's, you know, fucking knock that shit out of that kid's hand. Drunk little kids are annoying. And that's what happens. When a child eats one of these apples, the child becomes inebriated. Yeah. And now that brings us to a very, um, I don't know. I think it's hilarious. But yeah, I know, pretty funny. I know a lot of people who, who hate the fact that Dragon Ball Z at this point in the movies, pretty much every movie through, I want to say, the first four or five movies has some kind of moment where a character is singing. Le- it gets less and less as it goes. But these first, I want to say, three movies, all well, no, Lord Slug, too, has the whistling song, huh? But that's like kind of the step in between to then like, Krillin doing karaoke in the fucking Broly movie, and that's what qualifies there, you know? But this is like a full-blown musical number where Gohan's drunk on an apple. Is he singing? Yeah, that's Moscow Nozawa singing that song. Oh, my God. It's the most ridiculous song in the world uh, to the point where I'm going to pull up the English lyrics, and I'm going to read them right now because I can't be the only one to be reading these English lyrics. It wouldn't be right if I didn't share them with you, you know? The name of this song is Tenkaichi Gohan. Which, you know, I know what you're thinking. Isn't that mean like Tenkaichi Budokai? Don't you know how to read, Kyle? No, it says Tenkaichi Gohan. The world's greatest Gohan. Or it would be like 
the greatest Gohan under the heavens. Yeah. Probably. Uh, so these are the English translated lyrics. I'm not going to try to hack up some Japanese today because what's the point? You don't speak Japanese, do you? Nope. Me either. Up, up, up. In heaven's skies, a whale is swimming through. Its spout shoots up and turns into rain. Okay. Again, he's supposed to be drunk, but the visuals that go along to these. A sto-sto storm cloud looks like a great Shinto priest octopus, too. The sun is surprised by it and cooks it all up. And the floating takoyaki gets eaten by a dinosaur. Takoyaki is uh, fried octopus uh, tentacles. I feel good. I feel good. Somehow, I feel really good. It's because the apple. I feel good. I feel good. Somehow, I feel really happy. Because the alcohol. I'm in a good mood, and I'm really smart. I can see all sorts of worlds. Even if I don't study at all, I can see wonderful worlds. I'm the world's greatest genius. So I'm pretty sure that's where it cuts off in the film. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this was a merchandise. I don't I don't know this for a fact. I could be making this up. It's a good chance I'm making it up, but I don't think I am. I'm telling you, this was an effort to be able to release another piece of merchandise with the release of this film in the in the form of a a, a single. Like they just wanted to release this on a CD. With like the Dragon Ball Z, Chala Hedgehog, Dogi Kitty Zenkai Power, and this fucking song. <laughs> this fucking song. And they put the dead uh, Dragon Ball Z, the movie, the soundtrack on it. It's like fucking th- maybe the Kikuchi scores. I mean, you could have just done just the scores for this movie. It, all of the Dragon Ball movies, uh, the first three Dragon Ball and then all 13 Dragon Ball Z movies, they're all Kikuchi scores. But when the movies came out, it was all new music in those movies. That was then recycled into the show. Subsequently, with that idea in full swing, you could have just released the original soundtrack, I guess. But it's a show for kids. It's 1989. You have a little kid character on it. Have him sing a stupid song about getting high with dinosaurs and shit. (laughs) Release it as a single, but only if you add a second verse. So, uh, let's see. A ray, ray, rainbows, gems, are seven colored candies. They melt into the ground and turn into flowers. The earth starts to dance and the volcanoes start to sing. They erupt with a boom, blooming into big fireworks. Oh, now it's okay those fireworks happen. <laughs> and those fields of flower, flower, fuck, dude, why does that word suck to say? And those fields of flowery light spread to the ends of the universe. Why can't I say the word flowery? I, I did flowery. it. Flowery. Flowery. Yeah, like as if it has lots of flowers, you know? Right, I get it. I feel good. I feel good. Somehow I feel really good. I feel good. I feel good. Somehow I feel really happy. I'm in a really good mood and there's nothing but happiness in the world. This kid's fucking fucking. I'm in love with everything And there's nothing but joy in the world I'm the world's happiest person I'm the world's Greatest Genius Yeah. At least he didn't have a bad trip 
Though the chicken and the fucking Muppets was a little scary. Saying, man. Like, but he was just like, you know what? I don't have to study anymore. And I'm high as fuck, so everything's cool. So it's very clearly supposed to be an alcohol thing based off of the... He just uh, says, like, inebriated, but, like, who the fuck knows what that means in Japan, you know? That could be, like, anything. Could be, like, you just took a bunch of hallucinogenics. Hallucinogenics? Yeah. Hallucinogens? Hallucinogens. Hallucinogenics. What the fuck would that mean? He's fucking tripping. That'd be like the category of drugs. Hallucinogenics is like the genes. I don't know. I was trying to go somewhere. Have you ever had like little pink dinosaurs make a chorus line, form up in your shit and sing you a song? (laughs) No, but that shit is wild. But I can see where he's coming from. It's all pixelated. (laughs) Speaking of the the quality of this film, in terms of the version we watched, it was... uh, you know, we're watching these on the Funimation, the Funimation app. Watching the first three Dragon Ball movies, the quality of those films on this app has been amazing. And I've talked about the quality of the animation and all that and how clean it looks. Watching this one today, man, I'm like, yo, this copy that Funny has is scratched to shit. Like, it <laughs> looks you could, like you're watching VHS. I mean, at certain points, yeah, man. I have something in my eye, I think. So if you guys see me poking at my eye, don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> if this... um. I don't know why it stood out to me so much. It didn't stand out to me that much last thing because I was drinking. I'm not drinking right now, but this um this quality, like it just might just be because it's an old fucking movie. I mean, 32 years. Aren't the right? other movies older though? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I should just I, don't I just know. didn't doctor it up as much. I just don't think Dragon Ball has ever been um like you know what else too? I follow a Dragon Ball Facebook page that is somewhere in Japan. I could not tell you what it's called. I know that it's DB and then a bunch of Japanese characters. Uh, they recently have been sharing clips of some of the old movies. They this week they shared like two minute clips of the Tree of Might. It is the cleanest looking Dragon Ball I've ever fucking seen in my life, dude. It really? looks so beautiful. So that being at the forefront of my mind watching this movie today and seeing like lots of film grain and scratches and I don't know. I, I'm probably just uh hypersensitive to that because I've seen something so clean so recently. But I wanna know where those motherfuckers got their shit and why I can't watch it that quality. I mean I guess I could, but I'd have to spend several hundred dollars. I do have a couple of dragon boxes, but it's like Dragon boxes? Yeah. They're like the highest quality of Dragon Ball that was released in America. The, like the yellow fucking i'll show it to you it's cool but they're like a 100 bucks a pop like they're not cheap actually i think maybe i got a good deal on the ones that i do have and that's why i bought them in the first place there are certain sections like certain volumes like uh stuff around like the cell saga really uh maybe saiyan saga i forget i forget which one but for whatever reason that part of the fucking series is way more valuable to own those volumes so you know, you're paying like 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Dude, I'm not fucking around. Yeah. That's how serious these Dragon Ball nerds are. I take that shit <laughs> real serious. Uh, Gohan was drunk, though. The end. Yeah, it was awesome. That movie fucking ruled. Sang a song. He did karaoke. I honestly would have been fine if that was just the whole film. <laughs> Doggy kitty zane guy power. And then Gohan just drunk running around the world peeing on people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so as Gohan finishes up his musical number and his uh, chorus line of fucking Muppet-looking chicken 
purple dinosaur weirdos goes away. He goes right to bed at the end. Yeah, he takes a nap. Uh, but they find the other two Dragon Balls that they've been searching for. Again, weird they were still searching for the Dragon Balls, thinking that they killed Piccolo at the beginning of the film and then Kami would die. Like, I don't know. Not going to dwell on it any more than we already have. But they uh, they make the wish. And what's the wish, Jimmy? To become and live forever or Eter- something. Eternal life. Eternal life. Which is Freezing. always like a real fucking risky wish, man. Right. Because like eternal life, that doesn't mean that you're going to be eternally youthful. You know, those are two different wishes. Yeah. Eternal life doesn't mean you can't get your ass beaten into a pulp. Forever. Forever. And Just have a rock dropped on you for the rest of your, your existence. It's always a really risky wish, but... I do think that it's worth pointing out that Garlic Jr. Uh, is one of those rare Dragon Ball villains that ha- wants to make a wish to the dragon and, and manages to pull it off. Um, he's in very uh, rare company. Like, anybody in Dragon Ball Z do that shit? Who the else an- does? The it? answer is no. Not in Dragon Ball Z. Other examples, of, like... Goku Black is probably the most oh, yeah. market example of, of more recent Dragon Ball Wait. stuff. Like, he pulls this whole thing together. But the other person that successfully uses the Dragon Balls to find a, you know kick off their thing is Hoi, the sorcerer. Yeah, and what the fuck does that say? Grand Blah? Oh, yeah. It says Granola. So, granola. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. does not say Granola. It says... uh G-R-A-N-O-L-A-H. There's an O in there, man. It's an O between the There's N and no an H L. H in granola. There is in Dragon Ball, bitch. There Hell is in yes. Dragon Ball. So he's in that company of Goku Black uses the Dragon Balls to pull off his scheme. Hoy in movie 13 uses them to unleash Harutagarn. So I guess that counts as a success. Pilaf does it in GT, but it's not really his scheme. He just accidentally makes a wish and fucks Goku. So yeah. that's like half a success, I guess. Um... Those three, I feel like I might be missing somebody. Oh, Granola. All right. Granola. But Granola does it like the easiest way, dude. His Dragon Balls, there's only fucking two of them. And one of them was already in his fucking house, dude. (laughs) Granola literally had the easiest cakewalk to be able to use the Dragon Balls to accomplish his wish. Either way. Granola, you're fucking in rarefied air. Two Dragon Balls? Are you goddamn kidding me? For real. But Granola didn't have any of his boys helping him out either. Like, Garlic Jr. just hung out in his cape at his goddamn throne room and was like, yo, go... Get the Dragon Balls. Get uh, get out of the house. Go, <laughs> go do some shit. Make it useful to all of us. So, good job, Garlic Jr. I applaud you. After that shit's over, guess who shows up? Some Goku. Oh, yeah. And he wants his Gohan back. They're having... It's a funny-ish moment. They're like, Yeah, Garlic Jr., you did it! Eternal life! Banzai! (laughs) Banzai! Right? He he makes it, like, so dramatic, too. It's, like, all glowing and fucking... And fucking cool speech. And then at the end, it's like, Nah, just still me. It's been a minute since I've... uh, It's not gonna die now. Whatever. It's been a minute since I watched the dub for this movie. But I remember Garlic Jr.'s voice being like very like, man, now I'm going to be immortal. I have eternal life. Because this is one of the few movies when I was a kid I watched in dub. I didn't have it in sub. 
I didn't have a VHS tape of this shit right. that was from Japan. I had the, the English localizations. So I was a little bit more familiar with those versions of it. But we're only watching the subs for this series, except for the Super Android 13 movie. Why? Because uh, the big, well, we got your brother coming on for that. Oh, and he doesn't know how to read. Carlton doesn't know how to read, yeah. <laughs> no, um, Android 13 is like, you know, wearing a trucker hat and has like a southern accent. It's like, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to kill you, boy, and shit like that. And I want Carlton to use that as a, a launching board into that time. He almost got killed by a bunch of people in Kentucky. And then your grandma had to save him. Yeah. Good old Grandma Lou mm-hmm. coming to rescue you. Uh, Goku shows up, though. Coming to get his goddamn kid because, you know, it'd be bad if he didn't get his kid back. His Chi-Chi be yeah, upset. right. I mean, she's still fucking on the ground. I was going to say, shit. I wonder how she's doing right now. She's probably still knocked the fuck out. Goku probably did get there. He definitely time. did not do anything. He was just like, where is my son? And she was like, the Dragon Ball. And he just let her go. He was like, I'm out of here. I mean, it's that part of Z where, I mean, like we said, it's like the fucking in-between movie, you know? It's, um, he can't fly. He's very much like still, you know, a, a ground-based fighter. He's got the Nimbus. He's got his Niobel. And, uh, he gets there pretty quickly, but he shows up and he's just solo and his three people or Garlic Jr.'s three henchmen are like waiting for him. They're like, here's Son Goku. He's like, the fuck I am? Where's my kid? <laughs> he's like, all business, man. I love this Goku. Right. Um, and as soon as he's like, you know, figuring out that Gohan's asleep inside the castle, they say something. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to fucking get in there. Um, Kami shows up. Yeah, like weird. Like he's like. Looks over and like Kami's been standing there the whole time. He's like, "When the fuck did you get here?" <laughs> Goku looks at Kami. He's like, "Mind your own business." <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. He literally tells him to mind his own business. This no. has nothing to do with you, God. That's not what he says. They're like, they're fucking yelling at Kami, and they're like, "Ah, you fucking fucked my father over." Blah blah blah. And Goku says, "This has nothing to do with me." Where the fuck is my son? This is fucking boring. Can y'all stop this dialoguing? <laughs> yeah, right. This monologuing, this exposition dump. I don't give and a then shit. He's to like, get... here's Go- Gohan. Like, say something. He's like, wall jump. Yeah. <laughs> Goku does do this. Like, he can't just speed by him. You know, these it's three on one, and he does this little thing where he runs and bounces off the wall. He like jukes, misdirection. But they don't move. He just like jukes a couple times. And then just runs right by him anyway. Like, what the hell? Like, they don't even chase him at first, dude. They're just like, dude, that guy just bounced off the wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. the hell what was that about? What was that about? You still basically ran right by us despite the wall bounce. That was a weird move, Goku. <laughs> weird flex, bro. But yeah. we're just going to meet you in there. Yeah. All right. So we're going to sit here and talk shit about that stupid thing you just did. And we'll be in in a moment. And they follow him in. Looking around for his kid. Go on. Now it's three on one. Gotta say, Goku caught any of these dudes by themselves, he would have kicked the absolute fuck out of any of them. Right. But three on one, he still fucking handles shit. This is a pretty cooly, uh, cooly? It's a pretty cool fight. Uh, and then they kind of, you know, have it graduate up another level uh, on the second round. But three on one, he basically just punches the shit out of all three of them. He's like, where's my Gohan? Right. Well, he blocks the shit out of all of them, and then he fucking gets, like, one hit in, gets, like, knocked back. But, like, he ain't taking their shit. 
He's like, this is bullshit. And then before you know it, you look over. Who's that? It's fucking Krillin. Where the hell did he come from? How did he get there? Where's what? We fucking run there. I assume he must have stole a plane. Where the fuck did he park it? They went around the whole fucking castle. He's fucking plane parking over there. And, you know, they do walk away at the end of the movie without yeah, a plane. Yeah, like, never mind, fuck my plane that I flew in on. Yeah, that's a good question, man. How did Krillin get there? He must have got a ride. Just got dropped off. Bulma like must have dropped kids. him off. She's like, all right, see you later. Bulma probably Don't had call a... me for a ride home. Just get the fuck out of my car. Bulma must have had a second Dragon Ball Raider dropped off uh, Krillin. Here you go. I'd come with, but yo, no Yamcha in this movie. That's actually a... Yeah, right. Is this when Yamcha starts getting the shaft in terms of Dragon Ball movies? I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Do we ever see Yamcha in a Dragon Ball movie ever? Dragon Ball Z movie? We must. Yeah, he's in something. Probably dies in one of them. He's definitely briefly in the beginning of the Broly movie, I think. At the garden party. Is Yamcha not in any Dragon Ball Z movies? He's got to be in one. I don't think... uh, We watched The World's Strongest in the disc. If you're not in the Discord, go join that shit. Links are in the show notes. We're doing these watch-alongs every Saturday night. But we watched The World's Strongest last night. And I don't think he's in that shit either. Bulma's in it. She's pretty uh, integral to the plot, but... He's off pursuing his movie career. He's being a baseball guy, Being dummy. a baseball guy. Um, Whatever the fuck Yamchas do. They be baseball guys. So... I forgot where we were at. Krillin. Oh, yeah. Shows up. Goku... And he's like, ha! And then... Goku hands out the ass whoopings, <laughs> all right? Ask where Gohan is. The two other dudes are like gearing up a big old energy blast to kill Goku with and that's when Krillin steps in with the assist and goes ha and I hear the scream before you see him you know and I'm like yo I know that scream yeah I know that guy sounds like a girl and then he doesn't fight again (laughs) he does not fight again he this this is what's kind of um annoying this is another annoying thing to me about this movie right Krillin steps in and saves saves Goku from that blast right cool dope Super dope. And then they reveal. And then right after it's Krillin. Right after they reveal that it's Krillin, Goku's like, oh, Krillin, thanks for coming to save me, bud. And you just hear from off screen, hey, asshole, I'm here too. Hey, son, don't forget, I'm here too. And it's Piccolo. Maybe Krillin got a ride with Piccolo. Mm, They don't really strike me as carpool buddy potential. At the same time. They may as well call it a ride together. Right. That would have been nice. Piccolo's here to deliver a revenge ass whooping from the, the three dudes to the three dudes who whooped his ass in the first film, uh, first scene of the film. Right. Krillin has served his purpose, at least in terms of fighting. He's and good. Goku's like, oh, Krillin, I'm so glad you're here. Can you get my kid while I beat these guys up? He's like, all right, cool, Krillin. I was real worried that I was going to have to fight alongside you because you are definitely a liability to somebody of my <laughs> ability. You know what I'm saying? But Piccolo, you're cool. We fucking fought to the death the other day. The other day was like, you know, a few years ago. But who gives a shit? It's all the other day to us. Like, now that we're 23 years old. Well, yeah, I'm 23, right. Piccolo. You're like fucking eight. Eight? Yeah, Piccolo, my junior. Like, like you ever watch the stretch of Dragon Ball where, like, he's reborn? Yeah. And he's, like, running around, like, as a little baby Piccolo? Some of the most adorable evil shit in the world. He's, like, watching, like, people through the fucking windows, like, puking people's families yeah, and right. shit. Just looking real angry. 
<laughs> but he's so tiny Man, and adorable. I can't wait till I can fight you guys. Yeah, that was only like uh, you know seven or eight years ago. Like he's he's basically a child, but with the he's wisdom a of a full grown man. man, hanging out with this twenty three year old friend Goku. <laughs> anyway, it's all the same now. We're all old. My point. Right. Anyway, these two buds, they're not buds. They fucking hate each other. In fact, but now they're fighting on the same team because they both have an ass whooping adversary in common. They don't even really fight together until they just later. kind of fight like next to each other for a minute. Yeah, and like, then Piccolo just takes one of them and it's like, bah, I'm gonna get this guy, and then Goku <laughs> kills the other two. Well, Goku sends Krillin up to go take care of Gohan. Gohan's like just waking up from his nap. He's all hungover and shit, and he takes a pee off a ledge. But how did we? No, it's fucking Krillin is like standing there being like, hey. Yeah. Uh, Goku, good to see you. And then, like, just some water started dripping on his head. I totally fucked the reveal so badly. <laughs> but we already know. It's not water, it's pee. Yeah. And Krillin looks up. He's like, what's peeing on me? But he doesn't know that it's pee. He thinks it's just water or something. It's golden shower, Gohan. And he gets it in his mouth and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's so gross. Like, he totally looks up. Dude. Gohan R. Kelly Krillin, back in 89. I don't care who you are. You can have your eyes closed. You can be blind. You know when you're being peed on. <laughs> Yeah. Because that's not water, that is pee. And you know it. <laughs> In my brain, I just tried to justify why Krillin would be like so out of the loop on it not being pee, you know? It's like Gohan's like 25 feet up, you know? On a ledge. No. Four-year-old kid drunk on a fucking ledge, half hung over, taking a piss off the side. It's got a lo- that pee has a long way to fall, is my point. The temperature of the pee overall could be very deceiving to a no man's way, bald dude. head. No way. That's why Especially he had to look up and get it in his mouth. Head. Like, you kidding me? Something is peeing on me right now. I don't know what it is, maybe, but like. I can't believe Gohan did that to Krillin. That's fucked. That's awesome. What's Goku do? He's like, hey, you like that? Get up there. <laughs> Go take care of my kid. I would be like, fuck your kid. I'm about to beat his ass. Dude, your kid just peed on me. I'm going home to shower. But we're doing a thing, Krillin. I need your help. <laughs> fuck you. I don't see you pee on your fucking right? head. Then he has to spend the whole rest of the movie all pissed on. Like, that pee got all over him, bro. He's going to smell like piss. His fucking geese covered in piss. And it's drunk piss, too, so, like, it's got to be worse than regular piss. Extra toxic shit, for sure. He runs up there to go take care of the kid, and that's when Sancho fucking Ponzo with the long-ass Fu Manchu thing. That's actually a really long, um, it's not a Fu Manchu, it's, like, really long, what do you call these things? Sideburns. Sideburns. But, like, they're not connected to his face, they're, like, ponytail sideburns. It's real weird, though. It is strange. Sure. He he runs up there and meets Krillin. He's like, you ain't touching this baby. I don't give a fuck. And I remember when we were talked about at the beginning of the movie where Piccolo just blows shit up with his brain when he yells. Well, he's downstairs. And he knows that big, ugly Sancho motherfucker with the long, what are they called again? Sideburns? What a stupid word that is. Uh, he knows dude with the big old ugly sideburns is up above him on the next level. So he does that thing from the beginning of the movie where he just blows up some rocks. Yeah. Floor falls out from underneath the dude, and he's now face to face with Piccolo Daimao, the Demon King. Shitting his pants. He's like, Piccolo's like, I fucking got you now. He's like, What's up, bitch? Where's the cheap shot? Remember that time you cheap shot at me in the desert with your two buddies? 
I remember. Like, Prison rules. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> Except it wasn't yesterday. It was earlier today. Probably. Right. I'm here to kick your ass. And just absolutely annihilates the shit out of this dude while talking smack to him. Pretty cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, Goku, he's got to fight the other two fucking clown shoes. <laughs> who suddenly pull swords out of themselves. Yeah, like out of their skin. Yeah, like Ginger pulls two swords out of his forearms and Nikki, our dude with the bad haircut, like pulls them out of his thighs. So it's the dudes, the two sword dudes versus Goku with the Nile bow. Yeah. Again. Because they had to figure out a way to get that to work. Well, it's the perfect in-between movie again. Like, they they bring in, um, this is the only time that we see Goku bring in the Nile bow. To, to use it into a fight, at least. Yeah. Pretty so, cool. like, they always just have swords inside of their bodies. It like, must be very uncomfortable for that dude to walk right? around with fucking sword in his thighs. Hidden in his thighs. But Those honestly, swords were fucking long, too. Like, he pulled them out and seemed no worse for wear. It didn't even phase him. Like, he pulls swords out of himself every does day. Does he have more stuff in there? Like, What if he just has infinite swords? That's pretty cool. That probably why that's probably why Garlic Jr. was like, yo, you guys should be my attendants. You guys just pull swords out of yourselves all the time. That's, that's fucking metal. A cool trick. Yeah. If I, I ever like want to go into, you know, small arms deals and sell like some fucking swords, you guys are my, my factory. <laughs> pull them out your forearms. Ginger, I don't give a shit how bad it hurts Ginger, today. Ginger, what a fucking stupid name. Yeah, that was my roommate's dog's name for a long time. Right? Stupid ass dog. I saw her the other day. Good dog. The Still, dog? Yeah, well, I went to Crystal's, but yeah, she got a dog named Ginger, who sucks. Yeah. Pees on people. Like, go on. That's what Krillin would say. Go on. (laughs) Pees, you say. Um, Yeah, so I do think it's noticeable or worth pointing out. A lot of this sequence with uh, the sword fights and Goku using the Nyabo, it looks familiar to you as a reason. Especially if you watched uh, Toonami dubs back in the day. It's like a lot of the cutscenes in uh, the the Rock the Dragon uh, opening. For the Goku's like doing backflips and shit. Yeah. Fucking song rules. I don't give a shit. I know I talk shit on dub music all the time. Not that song. That song kicks ass. <laughs> it's like maybe my I don't know. It's not it's not better than any of the Japanese opening themes, but it's fucking up there, all right. Uh Goku proceeds to whoop dudes' asses. Yeah, like quick. Meanwhile, Kami is off battling garlic. I think it's the only time we see Kami really fight, but he's kind of just playing more defense than anything. Garlic Jr. just throwing blasts at him. His cape's all flapping in the wind. He's getting his money worth on his capes, you know? Yeah, right. But robed Kami is just plop, 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 plop. There's this really weird thing, though, where Garlic Jr. like seems to have him like on the ropes and like is it going to push? It looks like over like the edge of something. And Kami just like turns gold and like powers up and Garlic Jr. is forced to, to fuck off. Uh, it... I don't know. Yeah, but he seemed to do more damage to himself than to Garlic. Because as soon as that moves over, he's like on the ground. It's like he didn't even get hit. Like, what did you just do? I feel like they cut away at that point, And then we're like, what the fuck was that? 
But then later on, Kami does grab Garlic and he's like, I'm fucking weak. I don't give a fuck. I'll blow us both up. I don't give a shit, son. And I'm like, dude, Kami, you know self-destruct? Why is everybody in Dragon Ball just constantly trying to blow themselves up? <laughs> so goddamn depressing, dude. <laughs> 32 years later, you got a fucking generation of sad boys trying to kill themselves because I saw Kami and Chaozu and Vegeta and all these other motherfuckers make the ultimate sacrifice. Right. Metal. Anyway, uh, Kami's not doing so hot. Uh, Piccolo finished his ass whooping. Goku finished his ass whooping. Uh, Krillin has a baby, a drunk baby. He's trying to get out of a now collapsing castle. Yeah. Um, oh, no, wait. Castle's not collapsing yet. Goku and, and Piccolo meet up with Garlic Jr. And they're like, Kami, don't worry about this, bud. We're going to fuck this guy up for you. And the fight starts. They're working in tandem. Everything's going great. And then Garlic Jr. does this thing that everybody always thinks about with in the context of Broly. Remember that time Broly just started grabbing people by the face and smashing them and running them up against walls and shit? And I'm like, yeah, I do know that. I do remember that. That was cool. Garlic does exactly those moves in this movie today. But he does it double, dude. He picks up both guys by both faces, runs them against two different walls. He runs out of walls to hit him against, just runs with them in the air as they're like kicking him and shit. They're like, oh, let's go, man. Hey. <laughs> Stop that. What are you doing, man? We can't see. <laughs> You're grabbing our faces with the huge buff hands because he's like a giant now. Yeah, right. Fucking giant buff garlic junior. <laughs> and then he comes to the end of the, the palace and he's like, I don't have no more walls to run or hallway to run. So just poof, out you go. Throws him out the castle through the wall. And that starts the collapse of the palace. What does Krillin do? He's running with the baby. Not very like, fast. Fuck it. <laughs> Drops the baby like instantly into like a pile of rubble. And then gets knocked the fuck out by a big old rock himself. So he's drenched in pee, knocked out under a pile of rubble. I could say, I think it's safe to say. I wish Krill, I could say I'd never been there. Krillin definitely had the worst day of them all. Fair to say? Yeah, for sure. Fair to say. Even though Garlic Jr. at the end of this movie gets locked away in the fucking dead zone for all eternity. He's not covered in piss. He's not covered in piss when he gets there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Piccolo and Goku are now going to fight Garlic Jr. as a team. Cool. Face smashed. Walls. That's right. I'm not even looking at my notes anymore. It's just my memory. Yeah. They get outside and they're like, all right, let's get serious. Right. And this is one of my favorite old school Dragon Ball tropes. The, the transformation is we got to take off our heavy fucking clothes. Right. We got to take off our weighted vests like, and oh, boots. Your clothes are heavy. Guess what? My clothes are heavy. And then they're like, oh, crazy. Dude, you do that shit too? <laughs> Piccolo takes his off se uh, second. And then Goku's like, hey, man, you using the heavy stuff too? <laughs> the heavy stuff? He's like, yeah, bitch. What do you think? You're the only one who knows about weighted clothing? God. Get out of your fucking little bubble, dude. The way he phrases it is like they're training. Yeah. You think you're the only one training too? Like this whole fight was just for them to train. I mean, if you Until have they to... had to fight Garlic and then they were like, oh, all right, I guess we actually have to fight. Yeah, like we have to get real serious about it. But they were fighting the other guys. They were like, nah. These guys are clowns. And they were handing them fucking ass whoopings. The only reason those three dudes beat Piccolo in the first scene is because Piccolo wasn't expecting it. Right. And he had his weighted gi on. He just blew up a big old rock like he was winded a little bit. Wasn't paying that close attention. Boom. Jumped in the desert. 
you would never expect to get jumped in the desert because there's really nothing people to like hide behind or sneak up on you with. It's just wide open spaces. But somehow it happened. Not a good look, Piccolo. Kind of goes against what you're all about as a fighter. Right. Anyway, pretty cool choreographed scene. Good fight. Uh, Goku and... Uh, I almost said Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> Goku, Goku and, and Piccolo. Yeah, Goku and Vegeta 1.0, a.k.a. Piccolo, uh, who I guess is actually Yamcha 2.0. Uh, <laughs> Goku and Piccolo. They give Garlic Jr. the hands. They hit him with a big old team blast and blow him away. And it's like, hooray, we beat him. Yeah. And then Piccolo's like, all right, bitch, you're next. And then... <laughs> Piccolo and Goku start to fight. The fuck even cold yet. They're like, "All right, let's do this." They don't even know what happened. They just like hit him with a big blast. They assume that he's dead. They don't even like wait to check. Piccolo's like, "All right, bitch, let's go," and they start fighting again. And Kami's like, "Dude, guys, what the hell? <laughs> Kidding me right now? What are you doing? <laughs> fucking children, dude! Oh my god, I'm like fucking a thousand years old, and I gotta deal with you two fucking idiots with your." Blood sport, death battle to the death bullshit. God damn it, I hate you, Piccolo. Can't believe you came for me. <laughs> but before they get too far into the kicks and shit, Garlic Jr. is back. Right back in the thick of it. Then what happens? He uh, summons a circle of hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like real that mad. sucks everything up. He's like, listen. He's like, ah. Uh, somebody said vacuum made from suck to blow. Yeah, this he definitely set that hole to suck. Yeah, suck everybody in. He's like, he's, oh. that's his plan. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna rip this hole in fucking time and space, and everyone's just gonna get sucked in there. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna suck everybody off. He thinks I'm gonna suck my house off. The whole fucking a whole house, huh? <laughs> yeah. You think I don't want to destroy my own shit? This doesn't matter to me as long as I get those three dudes over there. We've got to say, a lot of people in that house. <laughs> uh, yeah, he opens the dead zone. He's going to suck everyone away. Suck them off. Right into the dead zone. But Garlic Jr., on the other hand, uh, he should be fine, right? Because eternal life. He's yeah. freaking out. He's going crazy. He's all powerful. Dead zone holes, sucking everyone off and in it, up into it. Yep. There's lots of fun, um, because like they can't fly, so what are they gonna do? Fly away from the hole? No, no, they're they trying like, to hold on to like pillars and rocks and shit. Yeah, right. There's a nice moment where Piccolo's about to get sucked up off into the hole, and then Goku grabs him by like his Achilles tendon. He's like, Piccolo, Piccolo's like, did you just fucking save me? No, he's more like he's like, don't touch me. <laughs> like he lets him. He lets him hold him for a minute, and while well, like he processes he the fact kicks that kicks him off of, he's like, "Fuck out of here with yeah, that shit! Don't touch he, me." He goes to his own pillar. Can't believe like, you think that would be okay. What gave you the right to touch my foot? I'll tell you what, Piccolo. We're on the same team. I know we're mortal fucking enemies and all, but fuck you. I have my own pillar. Goku, your butt. Krillin's getting. Blown away too. Yeah, he's getting sucked off all over the place. But you know who's not getting sucked off all over the place? The four-year-old kid, because that'd right. be fucked up, man. He wakes up from his fucking coma of being drunk and dropped into the rocks, and he is fucking a pissed-off four-year-old dude. I'm not fucking around anymore. 
And he starts fucking doing that thing that little kids do, and they get all fucking angry, and then they're like shaking, and they're about to scream and fucking. He makes the best sound though <laughs> when it, when this when this moment starts. It's like angry Gohan rage moments about to happen, but it's amplified by the fact that he's very clearly hungover and thinks his dad's gonna get sucked off into a black hole. He makes a sound. It's like. Right, what is that? <laughs> Sounds like a motherfucking motorcycle, like a dirt yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, like a dirt bike. <laughs> I think you did it pretty well, man. Maybe there's a voice acting career in your future. And then he just explodes, and and Garlic Junior gets sucked up into the dead zone. Who saw that coming? Yeah. And uh, now he's just. I fucking... guess when Garlic Jr. enters the dead zone, that automatically seals it. I guess. Uh, uh, there's like a big bah, moment. Yeah. And then like the smoke clears, and everyone's well, I think he like, breaks the fucking thing. All, all the pieces are at the bottom yeah. of the sea at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he breaks it. Dude, Gohan. Little kid Gohan. Oh, gee. Garlic Jr. knew all along. He's like, yo, this kid needs to be in my gang. Right. This kid's scary as hell. That's probably half the reason why he wanted to get back to Earth in the first place. He's like, I'm going to finish off that kid coming to the dark side. Yeah. Finish that kid off. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little older now. Uh, <laughs> that's fucked up. No, man. He, you know, He's like, I'm going to make that kid my full attendant. No, no, it sounds even worse. <laughs> they I'm fucking... give that kid an official fully, man. They they finish up uh, whatever. Garlic Jr. gets sucked off in the dead zone. Yeah, the end. Hooray! Forever! Hooray! <laughs> Smoke clears. Krillin, still drenched in pee, mind you, uh, meets up with uh, Goku and Gohan. Gohan has no recollection of what just happened, and Goku's like, "Um, didn't you know what just happened a minute ago?" He's like, "Yeah, my dad's the strongest guy in the world, and he saved me just like I said he would." I don't think Goku's got a real firm grasp on how a blackout works, especially with this context of his child and this newfound power, you know? Yeah. He's just like, all right, word, I'm not going to tell this kid anything about what just happened because <laughs> I know that he'll rat me out to his goddamn mom. So I'm just going to go home and tell Chi-Chi, yeah, it was a misunderstanding. The kid, <laughs> they meant to just take the Dragon Ball, but they accidentally took the kid too. They said and sorry Everything for, worked itself out. Sorry Fine, they you whooped know? your ass and stuff. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, Gumao. Gohan did not save me. <laughs> that's definitely not what happened. She wouldn't believe him anyway. Right. You know, Goku, good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Um. All right. So I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball movies the last fucking month, month and a half. So many of them are at the forefront. This one, though, I don't know. On a scale of one to ten, what do you what, what are you feeling? What's your number? It's a pretty good movie. All things considered, but garlic just pisses me off. So I'm going like, I'll give it a five. Hmm. I was going to go like a six and a half, seven, somewhere in there, which yeah, I feel then, like has been my score for most of these movies. Honestly, I, I have to double check. I don't even know if I've scored them all as I've gone along. Honestly, I, I'm still editing um, the last couple ones that we've done. Blood Rubies is out. Princess will be up uh, in a few days. Uh, I haven't listened to the Feds one. We recorded that like three weeks ago. Um, but 
Don't know if I ranked them all or like scored them all, but like six and a half, seven in that range. It's a cool movie as an in-between step between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Some of those early character dynamics are not even there. Like it's its own fucking period in, in the Dragon Ball canon. I, I, the, I shouldn't say canon. It's not canon. It's its own like weird, unique period in the Dragon Ball timeline in terms of where, where it would be set if it was a canon entity. Um, it's before Raditz. It's before Goku introduces Gohan to everybody. Really, Go- Krillin doesn't know Gohan's name. He just refers to him as Goku's child. Yeah. The you know the rivalry between Goku and Piccolo is a few years old at this point, but we haven't seen them make amends uh, to you know defeat Raditz. It's it's a really interesting point um, in like the Dragon Ball Z time period, I guess. That's one thing that's different for these Dragon Ball Z movies versus the Dragon Ball movies that we went to this point. The first three Dragon Ball movies before the series switches to Z, they're not stories that could take place in or around the canon. They're like retellings of certain chunks of the story in their own unique way for a movie to make sense in 45, 50 minutes. Dragon Ball Z completely takes that and just gives you all new stories that you haven't seen before. That could fit in if you, you know, people have gone to great lengths to try to figure out where the Dragon Ball Z movies would fit into the canon timeline. Some of them work really well. This one's a very easy one to slot in. Uh, Some of them do not work very well. Some of them do not really make sense at all. That said, interesting movie. Definitely not my favorite one. Probably not the first one I'll go to for a rewatch. But um, it's a fun one, man. I have a newfound appreciation for it watching it the last couple days. So, if you want to get in on these rewatches or these uh, Discord, whatever the fuck, what the fuck we do? Watch alongs in Discord. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, we've been trying to do them Saturday nights. I think we're aiming for 10 p.m. Eastern. So, if you're not in the Discord, links in the show notes. Come hang out with us. It's a good time. Uh, little baby Jaren's back in the Discord. He watched this uh, movie with me last night in Tyson. And, uh, yeah, I, I forget which one we're watching next. Oh, Dr... Dr. Wheelow, the world's strongest. This episode won't be up before we do that watch along, but I don't know where we would be at in watch alongs now, but go join the discord and fucking hop on the fucking train nerd. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts before we get the fuck out of here? No, none, (laughs) none ever. Yes. Uh, I, I'm still trying to figure out how I want to end these movies. I guess I just end them like a regular super dope episode. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> I was like trying to think of like a doggy kitty Zenkai power thing. But you know, not that easy.